welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me today, I have with me here a uh, model, YouTuber, voiceover artist, um, the wonderful Miss Rashan Martina, and I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, her artistry, and why she does what she does. Yes. So, I don't normally talk to uh, a lot of models on the show, but I'm excited to really get into, uh, you know, what, just what it's all about. So, Rashawn, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me this evening, Ben. I'm looking forward to having an awesome conversation with you tonight. Yes, absolutely. How are you doing today? I'm well, um, you know, virtual school has started back. Um, I have a six-year-old daughter, so... That's what we were up to today, kind of been hanging around the house. So today's been pretty smooth and pleasant. I can't complain. What about you, Ben? Um, well, for one, it does sound like a wholesome day. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, I have, um, I've had a pretty wholesome day myself. Uh, awesome. Did a little, um, so I, I um, write for a music blog. Mm. So uh, I did some writing earlier this morning. And then my friend Salem came and picked me up and we went on a walk over by the Lakeshore State Park, got home not too long ago, um, had a couple drinks just because it's nice out and, yeah. you know, the, salvaging the last of summer, you know. Most definitely. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's been a solid day so far and uh, it feels weird. It's already September, you know. Yeah. This year has like flown by, even with everything happening. So it's just, it is crazy. Yeah, well, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion, creativity. And um, I followed you on Instagram for a while now. Always just really admired your aesthetic. I think you are, you know, your, your feed is very lovely. So are you born and raised in Milwaukee? Yes. Born and raised in Milwaukee. Um, I was born in 93. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've lived in Milwaukee most of my life. I did move to Nebraska for maybe about four years. And then I lived in Memphis for two years for college. And then I eventually ended up back here. Um, but yes, I'm born and raised here. What about yourself, Ben? I'm from the Chicago area. Actually, I'm from the south suburbs of Chicago, born and raised. And then I ended up in Milwaukee because I went to UWM six okay. years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've been, um, I've been, since I graduated, you know, I've been really investing in meeting creatives and getting to know the scene as best as I can. Um, my, probably my you know, my biggest thing is just the music scene, but, you know, I just think there's people doing all sorts of cool shit uh, right. in town. So you're the mo a model YouTuber and voiceover artist. Which one came first? Modeling, of course. Modeling came first. I actually started modeling in about around the same time in 2016. 
one day a photographer hit me up and was like, would you like to take some pictures? And I was like, well, yeah, sure. And the shoot went well. And it was just like, I had like an epiphany, like, this is what I'm meant to do. This is for me. And, you know, I just ran with it. And ever since I've been very fortunate with a lot of opportunities I've gotten. And yes, that modeling I, is my bread and butter right now. I recently, about two months ago, started modeling full-time. Mm. Modeling full-time. Yes, thank you. So I've been also like, I've always had a brand, but I'm reinforcing my brand. So I'm adding different aspects like product modeling. That's where the YouTube came from. Just getting creative with it. Um, trying to use my face, you know, still using my face. Um, in different ways. And then the voiceover um, artist, I used to work in the airport, actually. <laughs> I worked at the airport and I used to be in baggage claim. And of course, we would announce when the planes would come in and where to get your bags from. And a lot of people would say, you know, you have a nice voice. And, you know, at that time, I was thinking, you know, thanks, you know, not thinking anything of it. And then I hear it now and again. Um, I've heard it now and again recently. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a leap at this. I'm going to make it work. And it's been awesome. Like, so I'm just building my brand and that's where everything else branched off from. That's cool that it started with the baggage claim, the voiceover stuff, um, which we'll definitely get to chronologically. But in terms of the modeling, I want to say that it is pretty awesome being able to like, actually like see you like in like real life and like actually mm -hmm. hear your voice you know like just because like i've followed you for so long it's just kind mm -hmm. of like it's just always cool to sort of like you know meet personally the people that you know have just like inhabited your feed for so long yeah just put like a personality the voice everything with the face yeah 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 so once you did it the first time like how did you just start getting more and more like immersed in it so i guess from my first shoot um i just kind of started poking around asking other models you know for some advice like where'd you start what to start with and i met a photographer his name is roche buford um and he became my mentor when i first started and he gave me a not a, a lot of knowledge and i learned a got a lot of experience working with him um and that really helped me grow in confidence and gave me a lot of content to share so once I started getting my face out there people started you know hitting me up can we do this would you like to work on this project and that's how that evolved so that is cool um, in terms of how you plan your shoots and stuff um do you kind of just typically have places in mind that would be cool like scenery to you know do the shoots in like how does it typically go about yeah so the planning process um as a creative it can go really fast or really slow it just depends on what your inspiration is um i get a lot of my inspiration on instagram or pinterest i'll see something that grabs my attention or a picture um, that really inspired me and I'll marinate on it actually. I'll just, you know, let it sit and kind of let it come to me naturally. So then I'll maybe think of an outfit that I would like to 
see myself in? What emotion do I want to, you know, translate through these pictures? Um, and then that's when, once you have your outfit, you can kind of base your surroundings off of that. So I can kind of envision what I'm wearing. Okay, where can I see myself taking these pictures? Am I in a studio, you know, or am I at on location somewhere? So that's, that's kind of how it grows into, you know, this whole big project. And then um, also once I know what I'm wearing, I can kind of see what makeup, how would I like my makeup to look? So that's pretty much it. And then, you know, you always want to have a reason behind what you do. So um, that that's what makes your work more meaningful, more purposeful. You're not just out here doing anything for any reason. So um, once I have all those pieces, that's when I come out with, with my project. How, what's your best, what's your favorite way to acquire clothes? So usually I find a statement piece. So I go scrolling on any shopping website. Excuse me, as of late, I've been trying to um, shop within my community. So local designers and, you know, other creatives. Um, so that's how I would look. I would just go on the hunt for something that catches my eye or something that speaks to me. <laughs> this is really something you have to see. Um, it's not yeah. just like I always have this perfect idea of what I want to wear. It's more like, you know, just taking my time with everything, um, letting everything come to me, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to buy a lot more local as well. Um, what are some of your favorite uh, local brands? Yes, so um, for casual wear, I like the classic shop. Mm -hmm. um, what is, is another brand I like to wear? I like to wear um, Scholar Life Apparel. I'm actually coming out with my own <laughs> casual wear. Very um, cool. Which is nice. Um, Pre-order will be available soon. Oh, and um, for like designer-wise, I actually just did a shoot um, with a designer named Alyssa. Um, the pictures will probably, I don't know when this podcast will come out, but the pictures should be coming out very soon. And she's so talented. Um, so yeah, those are a couple brands that I'm, that I've been rocking with. Yeah, like I've recently picked up like my first unfinished legacy. Um, yes, I've know. been seeing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. First Dope. instant karma apparel. Um, mm -hmm. I love the Bronzeville collective. Yes. Um, say word as another good one like yeah i mean there's a lot of really really dope local apparel to patronize um that, that this just kind of like enriches the idea of doing a shoot in milwaukee you know wearing milwaukee right style and stuff um right. have you uh, done shoots outside of the city too oh uh, yes i've done a couple shoots outside of the city um i went to new york for a shoot. Um, I've been to Chicago. And where else have I been? Vegas. Oh, it had to be. Yes, Vegas was fun. You know, it was Vegas during COVID. So there wasn't really much to like really do as far as like enjoyment or fun, but we still had a great time in Vegas. Vegas was awesome. Yeah, I've been to Vegas once like, 
three years ago and it was for like a convention thing sort of so i didn't get to like really fully enjoy vegas either but still cool to it's cool to explore I guess. yeah be there and just be out of milwaukee you know <laughs> right exactly that's cool you got to shoot in new york i mean that's awesome that's yeah that was awesome it was for a hair campaign so i thought oh, that was so dope hell yeah that's super dope that. so you're doing it full time now yes um congratulations that's very exciting so like what did it take to really get to that point for you you know my full-time job i was a scheduler i've been a scheduler for um they used to be called wheaton franciscan the hospital system but they're called ascension now um mm. i used to be a scheduler for them so i scheduled like mris ultrasounds cts outpatient procedures um and i have been doing that for some years um and it was just a means to pay the bills, you know? I really wasn't happy there. I really didn't see myself climbing the corporate ladder. That's just not what I was interested in. And I had been telling myself for a while, like, I want to quit. But if I quit, I do not want to work for anybody else. So I knew that already. It just, you know, took time. I always feel like it's a feeling. I move a lot with emotion. So it's like I was waiting until I felt like, okay, it's time to go. So about, I think, right after, you know, the, you know, COVID-19 had like shut everything down. At this point, they had moved us to start working from home. And it was a little, little stressful um, just because there's no separation from work and home. So it's like it's all spilling over. And I didn't like the energy of that, especially with my daughter. They, children require patience and, you know, <laughs> so I just didn't, it was, I didn't have as much as I used to have when there was some separation from work at home. And I just, one day I was just like, I'm about to put in my two weeks and I did it later that night. I, I was a little nervous pressing sin, but I was so relieved after I did it. And I'm so glad I finally made this choice. I had worked for them for about four, four years. So it was a long time coming. Oh, wow. Well, you know, with the, you take a big risk as a creative, like doing it full time. And, uh, but that's sort of just like a massive milestone. Yes. Uh, to be to have accomplished. Yeah. Um, well, so um, I guess so that, that was going to be my next question is so you said you are planning on dropping your own apparel. Uh, I'd love to hear more about that. Yes. So um, that's another aspect of trying to, you know, reinforce my brand. Yeah. Um, another yeah. way to bring in income. Um, I have prints available on my site and I was trying to think of another way, a cool way that other people could su continue to support me and um, things that will be able to stay around for a long time, longevity, you know. So I thought of t-shirts. How cool would it be to, you know, come out with some lightweight tees that you can just throw on and wear every day. Um, so yeah, I have my signature tees. It has Rashawn and then an M um, on, on the shirts right now. I have two styles that are gonna be available. So I'm wearing the V-neck, it's in white with the black signature. And then I have a crew neck um, with the signature on the arm. That'll be available there, unisex as well. Um, oh, hell yeah. I just, you know, like I said, I wanted people to be able to support me in a number of different ways, not just whether you 
hire me as a model or a voiceover artist or, you know, buy a print, you can buy a t-shirt or, you know, just referrals and word of mouth. Um, I'm big on that. So I just, what was amazing for me is how I quit my job. I had, you know, it was my full-time job and then I did modeling as like my side hustle. But once I quit my full-time job with modeling, I've created multiple streams of income. Like I just thought that was so cool. It's kind of part of becoming like a whole full functioning brand that you can like sustain your income with is it does come with like finding new ways to like reach the people and apparel as a model sounds like you know the ideal way to do it um so yeah i look forward to seeing the um seeing the new fits and i'd love to pick one up because i'm a sucker for local merch um so um then i'd love to hear a little bit more about your youtubing um so how did that kind of get into the mix and how would you describe the content sure so youtube um to be honest i have been seeing a lot like youtube youtube as a whole has become really popular lately and i just think because everybody's kind of been on the same wavelength as far as getting creative with what you're doing you know during this you know hard time so um, my YouTube channel is just more so like a vlog. Um, I don't really do any tutorials on there. It's more like lifestyle vlog, just following me through my daily activities. If I have a photo shoot, I'll you know, film some and say a little bit to the people, just a different way for people to get to know me. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's very important as well for my brand, for people to be able to you know, relate to me and, you know, be right there with me on my journey, you know, <laughs> going through certain things or when things are happening. So that's where YouTube came from. Um, and then like just reinforcing what I said previously as well, just thinking of creative ways to, my face is my brand, my face is how I make my money. So why not do YouTube? I mean, granted, you know, I'm a growing YouTuber, I'm a new YouTuber, so it's gonna take a while for it to get monetized and all of that, but why not? Why not start now? Do you, how uh, often do you um, upload content? Yeah, so right now I've been uploading videos every about every two weeks. So not that often, but about every two weeks, that's what works for me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because, uh, you know, with school starting back and me being busy trying to do other things every two weeks is when I upload. They usually drop on Fridays, my videos. Awesome. Well, we'll be looking you can for find me. On, I'm sorry. You can find me on my YouTube ever, Sean Martinet, as well. So cool. I'll be uh, posting a link to that. So um, awesome. So I guess like um, another thing, kind of related to modeling. You know, I'd love to hear because I just I did interview a model a couple weeks ago, um, and he, you know, he's kind of talking about how it helped him a lot with like his own insecurities and stuff like that. Like, how do you feel like? modeling has empowered you you know like how do you feel like it's sort of like really mm -hmm. you know um enriched your own like self-image and stuff most definitely i would not be the well-rounded person <laughs> i would be today without modeling you know um i did come into modeling with insecurities myself just because you know starting off you don't really know what you're doing and then I've gained a lot of body positivity 
from modeling, being comfortable in my skin, being comfortable when, you know, with my weirdness, what makes me quirky. Um, that's what makes me unique. And that's what attracts others to my work, you know. Um, one thing I really struggled with were, was um, my skin color. You know, I did grow up being bullied for my uh, dark chocolate, chocolate skin tone. And I really didn't, I didn't want to be dark skin anymore <laughs> growing up. So being a model that helped me to accept, it helped me to love and to gain confidence just to be in love with who I am and walk in it with confidence with my head held high. And yeah, that's one thing among others that really um, impacted me since I've started modeling. Thank you for sharing. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, like, it sounds like a really great reclamation of those like former insecurities. And uh, yeah, and um, body positivity is a really, really powerful thing that can help you know so many others that are watching what you do like right. feel that same power and right. uh, we love to see that we see more and more of it like you know with the times and it's right. great and then just for context like i started my daughter was two years old when i started modeling so i'm a mother and you know dealing with changes in your body, you know, just like all of that. I've grown so much and I just, I hope that it inspires others that nothing can stop you. If you put your mind to it, nothing can stop it. And it's just such a beautiful thing to see yourself grow. Um, it's a, such a full circle moment, like just to see where you started and where you're at. Yeah, I, I for sure. Um... Yeah, even like in my own experience, like starting the show, like I'm kind of afraid to watch like my early episodes because like <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be like, man, what the hell was I talking about? Like I was such yeah. a bad host, I didn't know what I was doing. You know? Yeah. Um, and like whether and like the quality wasn't nearly as good now as it is now either, and like yeah, like I feel like I also have kind of you know overcome that own like insecurity of like having putting myself out there in such a vulnerable uh medium yeah um definitely yeah and just doing it so much we're just like i let all that go and at this point you just you just stop caring you know if someone doesn't like it like right i'm not for you doesn't stop you yeah right exactly so um are you still, so are you still doing um, voiceover work? Yes. Yes, I am. Sure. I'd love to hear about, uh, you know, how, so it started with the airport and how it kind of continued on into its own thing. Yeah. So, you know, getting um, such positive feedback at the airport after that, I really didn't, you know, pay much attention to it. But like I said, with me decided to go full-time into modeling, I just had to say, well, you have to put yourself out there, explore different ways of um, making money and different ways for people to find you and support you. So I said, I can do this. I can but be a voiceover artist. Um, I've gotten um, 
gigs for like podcast intros or um, like narration for videos or commercials. So that's been pretty cool. Maybe I can my next uh, podcast intro. Um, Most definitely. That would be super <laughs> cool. Let me know, yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. Um, what are some like commercials you've done? Um, so they've been like lo local um, commercials. So for uh, small smaller brands in the Milwaukee area. So nothing really huge, but just awesome opportunities. People believing in me. You know, a lot of times we get hung up on. Um, our own community not supporting us so much, but I've gotten a lot of love and support from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Well, has that ever been weird for you to like, you know, hear your own voice being played back? Yes, definitely. It it was very weird at first, but now I'm a bit more comfortable with it. You know, voiceover um, artistry, um, it's, is kind it's a difficult job it's not as easy as you know you would think because you you're a perfectionist you hold yourself to a standard but you have to try and embody what your client is looking for what emotion do they want to hear um and you know you got to pay attention to like your pitches and what words you enunciate and focus on so there's a lot of aspects that go into it um but yeah at, at first I was I would be annoyed with my own voice but I you know as I've gotten older I've just grown to to love it just like insecurities like like you with your podcast so it's just I've grown to love it and accept it other people have given me positive feedback so I have to you know, get past that and make it happen. yeah I remember I mean still to this day like I still sometimes like I cringe at my own voice like and I imagine like you know, especially because you said it's not as easy as it seems. Um, I mean, I'm, I imagine for like a commercial or something of that nature, like a voiceover, you just have to be like perfectly collected. Yeah. And uh, that can be. That takes a difficult. lot of takes. <laughs> yeah. It takes a lot of takes. So it's like you re you're working at it. It, it's, it can be time consuming, especially um, if you're not like in the right headspace. You have to be patient with yourself. So. It could take, I think the last thing I did maybe took me maybe about like two hours to try and get, you know, the right take or me yeah, being yeah. confident in what I was sending my client back. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you hope, do you want to stay in Milwaukee? Right now, I don't have any plans of moving. I'd be honest, this is where my family is. I would like Milwaukee to be my base of operations, um, especially with my daughter being young. I know, you know, kids can bounce back and get accustomed to anything, but I just, I don't want to move her. I would rather be traveling a lot versus me moving somewhere else. Um, so not really, I don't see myself moving. I just would rather travel. Sure. Just so she has some stability and consistency. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, I feel like I'm kind of in a similar boat in the sense of like, Milwaukee, it's good to have a base here, you know? Milwaukee's a good home base. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I have no reason to leave either, but I definitely like want to travel a ton more too. Um, but it's a great like city to be settled in because it's not huge. Right. Um, 
but there's still a lot of opportunity here for folks and right. it shouldn't be overlooked for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my last question is, Rashawn, is um, so I know that, so you said you, um, you know, you have a, a daughter and she's six, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so being as like you started doing this, you know, since like um, since uh, she was two, um, how does she inspire you? She inspired. She gave me my drive. That's what she did. She gave me my drive to get out there and make a name for myself. She was when I had her. I really didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do. I didn't have any direction. So once I had her. Um, and then having that encounter with the photographer, yes, this is it. This is how I could build my legacy. This is, I can give, you know, my daughter something to look back on. Like, wow, that was my mom. She was, you know, out here doing amazing things. She keeps me going. She's so strong. Um, I don't know if you know, my daughter has sickle cell disease. It's a um, genetic blood disease where instead of her red blood cells being donut shaped like ours are, um, hers are like banana shaped or sickled shaped, as they would say. So that causes a lot of um, a lot of difficulties with her, and she's just so resilient and strong and beautiful. So that's what keeps me going every day. Um, she motivates me because she is everything that I want to continue to be i'm really really delighted to hear that she does keep you going because that is very precious there thank you i can't wait to have that feeling one day myself yes it's a feeling like no other than hell yeah yeah i i I hear you um well rushan um i'm it's so great to get to know you you know i i love to hear from so many different kinds of creatives and you are a very multifaceted artist, and uh, thank you. That uh, I feel like that's like the best way to be these days. <laughs> yes, you definitely have to get creative with whatever you're doing, especially in this climate. So I'm okay. proud of myself, and I'm so thankful and grateful that you asked me to be on your podcast. I was so excited once I got the message from you, like, what? Somebody finds me interesting enough to want to, you know, get to know me a bit more. So I really respect that and I appreciate it. Um, Thank you for having me on the show, Ben. Of course, Rashawn. So as we close out, Mm -hmm. um, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Yeah. As especially being a new entrepreneur, where the money's coming from. Just being honest. I hear you. You know, I'm a a budgeter. I'm an organized person. So I, you know, when I had my full time job, it was like, okay, this week I pay these bills. And then next two weeks I pay these bills. But now it's more so I have to make money every day or try to have a really good day to make all the money I need to pay my bills by the due date. Um, So right now, that's what will keep me up at night. And then just also thinking of more ways I could make money just so I'm being versatile, being flexible uh, for my audience, um, trying to be able to be a one-stop shop for everybody so they don't have to look anywhere else. Um, so yeah, staying in the people's faces as well, that's a big part of being an entrepreneur, um, promoting yourself so much. It can get overwhelming. 
um, but you just have to stay on it because word of mouth is a powerful thing. So whether or not you think people are paying attention, they are. So I think of creative ways, like I make little video commercials or even little prom promotional items like pictures or, you know, just things of that sort keep me up at night. So. What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Capricorn. I was going to say, you kind of sound... <laughs> I, I'm not too much, not too unlike uh, me in some ways. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm also very uh, preoccupied with like the the gain that comes with the daily. Yeah. But sure, um, I'm kind of an amateur with astrology though, so. Yeah, same here. I don't really know much about it either. <laughs> yeah, I could very well not know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> but what, uh, what puts you to sleep? Oh, what puts me to sleep? Feeling accomplished. Um, I think it's important to have a goal for the day, not just wake up, try to figure out what we're doing, um, being productive or being satisfied with what I've done that day. That that helps me go to sleep. Yeah, same here. I... Especially as a creative and trying to put out content and put out different content and not stay, you know, monotonous or the same. On top of your other full-time job, which is being mom, of course. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Taking care of home. Yeah, I hear you. For sure. Well, once again, thank you so much, Rashawn, for joining me today. Um, I will, for everyone watching, um, I will be uh, posting a link to uh, Rashawn's YouTube, uh, her, her Instagram, and... Uh, yeah, and uh, the, the the work that she's been doing. So I look forward to, uh, you, you know, your continued uh, flourishing. And uh, same, then yeah. same. I hope your audience continues to grow and that you're successful in everything you decide to do. <laughs> you're so you're so welcome, and thank you so much for having me again. Um. I appreciate that very much. And um, yeah, we'll we'll be in touch for sure. Um, well, thank you everyone for watching Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.